Our great example and instructor in prayer is the Lord Jesus Christ. In God's Word, we find everything we need to develop a life of prayer. Join Scott Pauley today as we study the Bible together. We're told repeatedly in Scripture not to be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Well, that principle, I believe, is most applicable in the realm of prayer. Frankly, prayer is exhausting work. And it's exhausting not just physically. It's exhausting mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Uh, It's interesting that prayer can be the most exhausting and at the same time the most refreshing. It's just, it's spiritual. It's It's a different kind of work. And one of the great temptations is to stop praying when there is difficulty and when there's struggle in it. And so we're, we're looking at the example of Hannah in 1 Samuel chapter 1. Now the great message of this passage is to keep praying. And we've learned first of all that we have to keep praying when the adversary opposes us. The devil's always going to oppose this matter of prayer. He doesn't want you to pray and he doesn't want God to answer. But let's go a little further in our study because not only is the devil at work, but there are human relationships in 1 Samuel chapter 1. Sometimes that's the hardest thing is dealing with people that you love people that you have to work with on a daily basis. There's conflict in life. Let's read just a little in 1 Samuel chapter 1. The Bible says in verse 8, Then said Elkanah, her husband, to her, Hannah, why weepest thou? And why eatest thou not? And why is thy heart grieved? Am not I better to thee than ten sons? Let me pause just a moment. Any of you husbands out there ever said something you wish you could take back? I mean something really dumb. Well, I want you to know Elkanah did that very thing. He said, uh, isn't having me as a husband better than having ten sons? And I imagine Hannah responded and said, no, not at all. Uh, But the truth of the matter is, Elkanah is the one person on earth that should have been her prayer partner, the one person that should have understood and loved and felt with her. And instead, three times in verse 8, why, why, why? Can I give you this thought today? Not only should you keep praying when the adversary opposes you, but sometimes you've got to keep praying when those nearest to you quit believing. Sometimes other people near you who said they'll believe God with you and they'll pray with you, sometimes they're only going to go so far with you. You see, that's the great thing about prayer. It's good to pray together. It's good to have a prayer partner. It's good to have a praying spouse. And I would encourage you in your marriage to develop that kind of relationship. And even in friendship, have friends you can pray with and pray for. But there'll be moments in life when other people can only walk so far with you on the journey. Aren't you glad Jesus goes all the way? You see, Elkanah should have been praying. But Elkanah was content to find a substitute for answered prayer. This has convicted me so very much. Elkanah was content to say, Look, you have your needs met. I'm taking care of you. we got a great family. Sorry we didn't have a son, but let's just give up on this idea. And yet, would you use your imagination for a moment and think what would have been missed if Hannah had listened to Elkanah? You see, sometimes the best people don't speak in faith. I want to say to you, whatever it is God has put in your heart to pray for and to pray through, you keep on praying. Even when others don't believe, even when others stop praying, 
even when others think this will never come to pass, by the grace of God, you keep persisting in the matter of prayer. You keep praying. And then, let me give you another thought. Not only do you have to keep praying when the adversary opposes you, and you have to keep praying when those nearest to you quit believing, but sometimes you have to keep praying when well-meaning people misunderstand you. You see, Hannah goes up to the temple to pray. Wouldn't you think that the priest in the temple would understand something about prayer? That the holy man Eli would understand? And yet, listen to the words. Verse 9, So Hannah rose up after they had eaten in Shiloh and after they had drunk. Now Eli the priest sat upon a seat by a post of the temple of the Lord. And she was in bitterness of soul and prayed unto the Lord and wept sore. By the way, when you're in bitterness of soul... When, you're, when you have a complaint, that's the best thing to do with it. Just bring it to God. Pour it out to the Lord. Lay it out before Him. And she vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if Thou will indeed look on the affliction of Thine handmaid and remember me and not forget Thine handmaid, but will give unto Thine handmaid a man-child, then I'll give him unto the Lord all the days of his life, and there shall no razor come upon his head. And it came to pass, as she continued praying before the Lord, that Eli marked her mouth. Now Hannah, she spake in her heart, only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. Therefore Eli thought she had been drunken. And Eli said unto her, How long wilt thou be drunken? Put away thy wine from thee. And Hannah answered and said, No, my Lord, I am a woman of a sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor strong drink, but have poured out my soul before the Lord. Count not thine handmaid for a daughter of Belial, for out of the abundance of my complaint and grief have I spoken hitherto? Then Eli answered and said, Go in peace, and the God of Israel grant thee thy peti petition that thou hast asked of him. Sometimes even spiritual people, even people who are well-intentioned people, are going to misunderstand you. Let me say it this way. Good people, even God's people, are not always right. But it is always right to keep looking to the Lord. Perhaps today you're dealing with something that is so difficult you can't even bring somebody else into it. Maybe it's something nobody understands. You couldn't discuss it. And maybe even those that you love most on earth are not with you on this particular thing. But my friend, if this is something God has put in your heart, then these two words must ring in your ear. Keep praying. Pray without ceasing. Do what Hannah did and continue to pray. There's always going to be obstacles. Pray on. Uh, we, in our last study, looked at an illustration of Daniel praying when the answer didn't come immediately, when there were obstacles. Uh, let's go back to that thought just a moment. Do you understand that Daniel had obstacles his entire life? When he's carried into Babylon, what does he have? Obstacles. What does he do? He prays. Uh, when he's cast into the lion's den, what does he have? Obstacles. And what does he do? He prays. When he's an old man, uh, what does he have? Obstacles. And what does he do? He prays. You see, all of your life, there's going to be struggle. That's not going to go away. The obstacles are not just going to disappear. But there's one thing that you can do your entire life, from the time you're young to the time you're old, when things are good and when things are bad, when people are with you and when people are not, there's one thing you can do, and that, my friend, is you can keep praying. Circumstances will change. Your emotions will change. And yes, other people, even the best people, will change. But the one person that never changes is the one that says, Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. The God who hears and answers prayer has not changed. 
The same God that heard the prayer of Hannah in 1 Samuel chapter 1 is listening to your cry today. So would you go somewhere right now and talk to God? Or would you stop right where you are and talk to God? Think of this. The Creator of heaven and earth wants to hear your voice. He wants you to talk to Him today. He's listening at this moment. And I want to challenge you, my friend, to keep praying. Thank you for joining us for today's study. We deeply appreciate your prayers for this work and hope that you'll visit our website, scottpauley.org, where you'll have an opportunity to invest in the gospel. Would you consider giving a gift to help us extend God's word to others? You'll also find many other encouraging resources. Our prayer for you is that with Christ, you will enjoy the journey.